Hello and welcome to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast, your place to laugh and learn. Everything we do is to make the lives of everyday parents easier. Without further ado, let's welcome our hostess with the mostess, Bree James. Well, hello, it's Bree James here with you. Welcome back to another episode of the Pack Mag Parents Podcast. Now, on today's episode, we're talking about all things relating to our skin. Did you know that the skin is the largest organ in the human body? So there's no surprise that every now and then, some issues are going to arise with your skin. Right from infancy, skin conditions are very common, whether it be a rash, uh, eczema, heat rash, nappy rash, acne, or something else. All of us are likely to experience a skin condition at some time. Tackling them, however, is a whole different story. We've also got the weird, the wacky, and the wonderful in the world of parenting, a pretty cool one from Denmark. I've uh, got the Breeze Give It A Go Challenge, and I've got a tip of the week. But right now, let's get into the show. Let's talk to our guest. So today's guest is a pro in the field of skin. She is one of Australia's most sought-after dermatologist with many years of experience and she's with us today to help decode children's skin conditions along with a few handy tips so let's get her on zoom dr leona yip it's time to get to class so tell me leona what are the most common skin conditions that you see in children by far, there would be nappy rashes and eczema, but we also see other common ones such as heat rashes or cradle cap. We see seborrheic dermatitis and as well as sunburn, especially over summer. So what usually causes them? Obviously, nappy rash um, is, is obviously yeah. changing nappies not enough. Um, this is a good question. So nappy rashes is not due to poor hygiene. That's a common misconception. Almost every baby will get a nappy rash at some stage in infancy, and that's due to regular contact with moisture in the nappy area from soiling. So disposable nappies are actually much better to use than cloth nappies if the baby is prone to getting nappy rashes because disposable nappies actually soak up the moisture much better to keep the area dry. And commonly, the nappy rash will also get super infected either with the yeast or bacteria. So that's the cause of nappy rashes that can actually rapidly progress and can be difficult to treat. So in these kind of nappy rashes with super infection, expect to see some red spots or some pustules. Um, eczema, would you like me to elaborate on that? As yeah, well? definitely. So in the vast majority of cases of eczema in babies and children, they've got it because it's a genetic predisposition. Things in the environment can flare eczema, such as dryness and heat. And it's a common misconception that food allergies is a common cause of eczema in babies because the vast majority of them do not have food allergies. So it's an intrinsic condition. So if they're getting a, a rash not through allergy of food, it's usually through uh, environmental issues. Okay. Yeah, so they, what happens in eczema is they have an intrinsic defect in the skin barrier. And this is the skin seal that sits on top of the skin, made up of natural oils and skin proteins that trap water and moisture within the skin. So it's not so prone to irritation and dryness. It also keeps irritants, allergens, and bacteria out. So in eczema, that lack of skin barrier actually makes it more prone to getting irritated, dry, and inflamed. And so that's eczema. Mm, because what about those little red patches of skin? Like sometimes it's, you know, eczema is in the arms and the, you know, the cracks of skin, but then, you know, some kids get uh, different sort of little tiny rashes on themselves. 
Yeah, so the common distribution of eczema are on the elbow flexures and behind the knees, but you can also get it anywhere else. So it could be related to more moisture in these areas and more occlusion that can cause aggravation. And in some children actually start developing eczema because of skin dryness, not because they have a genetic predisposition. And it's these children whom sometimes we see lots of dry skin, the skin's really flaky, and then it starts looking like this net-like appearance, like a fishnet appearance, and then you get this secondary inflammation. So treating the skin with good moisturizers sometimes can make the eczema go away. So how can this sort of thing be prevented then? Because obviously, you know, everyone's skin's different um, and mm -hmm. everyone has problems with their skin at some point, but obviously yeah. things like nappy rash are quite easily preventable. Yeah, absolutely. So again, that's a really good question. Keeping moisture to a minimum is really important. And disposable nappies, as I've said before, is a good thing to use. Also giving baby nappy free time, a few times a day of 30 minutes each time to dry out the area. And importantly, using a barrier cream. So zinc oxide paste or a spray actually has got the best evidence of efficacy and it's also well tolerated by many babies. The barrier cream will need to be applied at every nappy change and make sure that there's a thick layer at all times because what we're trying to do is create that barrier to protect the skin from common irritants and urine and breakdown of uh, soiling up products that can irritate the skin in that region. So for eczema, we're talking about prevention, moisturizing is always number one. So always say to patients, look, we treat eczema with moisturizing to repair your impaired skin barrier, which is the oil seal. We also treat that with topical steroids to treat your itch and inflammation. But moisturizing is also a really important preventative treatment because that helps to prevent flares of eczema. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Good Start Early Learning. Good Start can nurture your little one right from the nursery through to kindergarten with the choices of a nine hour, 10 hour or all day session. Visit goodstart.org.au and inquire today. Because they're the two most common skin irritants that children sort of have, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So overheating and too much water contact are the, probably two of the most common irritants that children will actually experience daily. Wow. So why does your skin then flare up when it heats up? Because it's interesting to see that that's happened. Um, yeah, mm, heat is a common skin irritant and can increase dryness. And if you think about it, when we wash dishes, we use hot water to dissolve the fats and the grease on our uh, dishes. So the same concept, if there's too much heat, it dissolves the skin oils. And so without that skin seal there with the oils to trap water in the skin, you get moisture that gets um, evaporated into the air a lot easily. So your skin gets dry. When it's dry, it's itchy. When it's itchy, you scratch and that becomes eczema. So we're better off having cold showers. Ideally, yes, but in the, <laughs> yeah, that would be quite difficult. So coming to showers, it's important. People are prone to dry skin and eczema for your children. Showers are much better than baths because keep your showers short, maximum four to five minutes because water contact, water itself can be a skin irritant. And in the bath, they can be in contact with hot water for longer and therefore it irritates the skin more. Use tepid or warm water rather than really hot water so it doesn't dissolve the skin oils and the skin barrier away. So that helps to prevent irritation. And importantly, again, after your baths or showers, moisturize the skin to replace the skin oils that have been lost. You got any recommended products that parents should be looking at? 
Uh, I can't actually recommend some all brands because of TGA regulations, but I can recommend ingredients in products. So the younger the baby is, try and stick to a greasy moisturizer, like a paraffin-based moisturizer, for example, because that just really helps to lock moisture in the skin. It traps water. It can draw water back into the skin. As the child gets older, it gets more difficult to use greasy moisturizers because they're outside and they're playing. You get grime and dirt and sand that sticks to their skin. So use a cream or a lotion-based moisturizer enriched with ingredients like glycerine or paraffin that can draw water back into the skin. And in the baths or showers, use soap-free cleansers, liquid cleansers or oatmeal or bath oils because they are more moisturizing than just using water on its own in your showers and baths. I love it. So is there any parting tips that you can give us to help prevent future skin conditions in our children? I think there are four main products that parents need to consider for all babies and children. The first is a soap-free cleanser, as I've just discussed. And the second, nappy rash cream, because all babies will have a nappy rash at some stage and you need that for prevention and treatment, a zinc oxide paste or spray. And the third one is moisturizers, greasier the better if tolerated. And lastly, sunscreens, don't forget that because children are outside a lot, they need to protect their skin. The greatest risk of skin cancers is from UV exposure in the first 15 years of life. Sunscreens need to be reapplied every two hourly, broad brim hats and protective clothing too. I love it. Thank you so much for all your insights and for all your help. There you have it. Keep your kids' skin looking fantastic. The weird, the wacky and the wonderful in the world of parenting. All right, what have we found in the weird, the wacky and the wonderful in the world of parenting? Well, number one is an app called Our Values. It sounds fantastic because it's common knowledge that spending excess time on technology isn't good for us and particularly not good for our children. So there's a new Australian app called Our Values. Now, not only does it allow parents to monitor their children's screens, it also teaches children's values and how to manage their time. So parents can choose the amount of time they wish their child to use their device each day while setting a list of responsibilities for their child to complete. Sounds pretty cool. Check it out. Our Values. Number two is it's a Basically, artificial intelligence is now diagnosing breast cancer. So Kirin Medical in the UK is getting ready to launch a trial of an artificial intelligence system dubbed MIA. So it's a deep learning image analysis tool and it's designed to aid in breast cancer diagnosis. So during training, MIA was shown 500,000 scan images from hospitals in Hungary. And during training, MIA beat the average performance of a human radiologist big time. So there you go. Mia, helping us diagnose breast cancer way better. Love it. Now, this one's pretty cool. In Denmark, if you're struggling to get your child to stop using their dummy, Denmark may just have the solution. At a children's park, there are trees where little ones can hang their dummies from branches as a sweet ceremonial way to say goodbye. Just means we've got to go to Denmark for a bit of a holiday. And they can, you know, I, I want to get a dummy just so I can do that myself. So check it out. It's pretty cool. If you're loving the PacMag Parenting Podcast, then you'll love our other channels. Follow PacMag on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Pinterest. It's time for Bree's Give It A Go Challenge. And my Give It A Go Challenge this week, I want you to take a road trip. Whether you go away for the weekend or take a day trip to a location you haven't been before, road trips are a really great adventure for everybody. 
who knows what you'll discover. Plus, it's a great time for your family to bond and make memories together. So that's my challenge for the week. Go and go and take a road trip somewhere you've never been before. Pack Mag's tip of the week. All right, this is a tip of the week. This one's a little bit wacky, but did you know that you can use Vegemite to clean? Yes, to clean. You can use it to clean cutting boards, keep sponges and kitchen rags fresh and clean for your dishwasher. All you have to do is put a cup in the bottom of it and run the dishwasher with no dishes inside. You can also use it to unclog drains and remove blood and ink stains from clothing. I don't know if this is true or not, but apparently it is. Who knew? Give it a go. It's a wrap. What did we learn on today's show? We learned lots on the show today. Big thank you uh, to our amazing Dr. Leona for her insights today. Number one was that nappy rash is not caused from poor hygiene. It's actually due to constant contact with moisture inside the nappy. So as Dr. Leona mentioned, try using disposable nappies as they soak up moisture much better when compared to normal nappies. Number two was try giving your baby nappy free time. Just 30 minutes a day can reduce the impact of skin rashes that are usually caused from moisture inside the baby's nappy. And number three, I love Dr. Leona's example of the effect heat rash can have upon our skin. As she mentioned, to clean dishes, we use hot water to break down the bacteria on them. And it's the same with our skin. When heat is applied to the skin, bacteria is reduced, causing our skin to become dry, itchy, inflamed. So, you know, maybe you need a little bit less hot water. Tip number four was moisturize. After every shower, it's really important to keep the moisture within our skin to keep it hydrated. Just choose a really great one that's chemical free as much as possible. And lastly, it's sunscreen. Remember to reapply every two hours to reduce future skin conditions with sunscreen. Very, very important. Well, I can't believe we've wrapped up another show. I uh, hope you're having fun listening to our episodes. Uh, all of us here at PacMag hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Remember, any important links can be found in the show notes. You can play all of our episodes from our website, packmag.com.au slash podcast. A big thank you to Dr. Leona for all of her amazing insights today. I hope you got something out of what she had to say. Huge thank you to our amazing sponsors. Good start, early learning. If you're looking for childcare, go and check them out. And a big thank you to everyone else that's made the show possible, especially you for listening. Until next time, happy parenting. And don't forget to tell everyone you heard it on PacMag. See you later. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you want to be an expert guest or you've got a weird, wacky or wonderful product to share, don't be shy. Get in contact with our team at info at This podcast is proudly produced by PacMag. You can listen to more episodes on our website, packmag.com.au.